0: We did push that. You know these people. Oh I don't want to set the world on fire. We interrupt our program to bring you this important message. What in God's name is going on in here? What was that ruckus? Uh, What ruckus? I was just in my office and I heard a ruckus. Could you describe the ruckus, sir? Watch your tongue, young man, watch it. According to Vice, on Friday, hackers breached the IT system of a company few people use or have even heard of encrypted and locked its internal systems and demanded a ransom to unlock it. This type of ransomware attack happens every day all over the world to companies big and small. It is, by now, a common occurrence in hospitals, schools, nonprofits, and infrastructure companies of all sorts. But the attack on Friday made international news because it threatened the one thing Americans care most about, gas prices. As a result of the attacks, Colonial Pipeline shut down its system as a precaution, halting the flow of roughly 45% of the East Coast's gasoline and diesel fuel. Experts warned that if the pipeline doesn't come back online in the next day or two, fuel prices will rise. And if the shutdown extends even longer, the Wall Street Journal warns, quote, shortages could begin to affect retail stations and consumers along the East Coast." And Nothing freaks Americans out like the prospect of waiting in line to get gas, except waiting in line to get gas that costs more money. For older Americans in particular, it harkens back to the unpleasant days of the oil embargo and symbolizes an era where the economy made no sense, politicians had no clue what to do, and nobody knew if things would ever get any better. Wait a second how is that any different than now you're listening to alternate current radio i'm adam clark and this is the daily ruckus Going back to the Vice article, the mere utterance of the phrase gas shortage is enough to send some Americans into a frenzy. Obviously, gasoline is incredibly important to life in the United States. We depend on gasoline to go to work, the grocery store, school, visit friends, or go for a walk in the park. This dependency has bred a kind of false price consciousness, where many people shop around for the cheapest gas station, even though we have increasingly gravitated towards larger, less efficient vehicles for decades, resulting in one of the great parades of American anachronisms, driving a gas-guzzling SUV extra miles to go to a gas station where fuel is a few cents cheaper per gallon. Some spur lines of the pipeline have already resumed service, but whether the main line starts flowing again within a few hours, a few days, or a few weeks, this particular ransomware hack is likely to spur the most aggressive federal and private response than any similar hack to date not because it is especially novel or dangerous, but because it has crossed the line. It might raise gas prices a few cents Vice.com Now, I couldn't help but notice that the author had a particularly sarcastic tone throughout that article but I'm not necessarily sure if it's because, in his own words quote, locking down IT systems for hospitals, universities, Nonprofits and local governments barely register, end quote, or if he thinks that Americans shouldn't be necessarily so concerned about a slight increase in gas prices. And I hope that's not the case, because that's totally unfair. Americans are already experiencing a squeeze in the supply chain and a pinch in their pocketbooks. Can you blame them if they're not necessarily looking forward to paying a pretty penny at the pump, as well as, well, everywhere else? But what exactly ripple effect this is going to have on everything else is yet to be seen, but it's not hard to imagine the effect it's gonna have on the reopening of the country, as more and more people are getting excited about the prospect of hitting the open road and enjoying life again, which even if that becomes a reality, and call me skeptical in that department, if and when such a thing happens, it's gonna cost you. Dayton Daily News reports, drivers can expect gas prices to rise this summer, along with increasing demand, but experts in the travel and trucking industries said there is no need to panic about some reports of gasoline shortages. Cindy Antrikin, manager of public and government affairs at AAA Miami Valley, said, quote, We have seen a few gas stations in a small number of markets that have experienced a day or two of low to no gas at the pumps. At markets where that's happened, it is not market wide, but just a few stations at the brand, end quote. A shortage of tanker truck drivers has created delivery issues in a few places, she said. Quote, there is not a shortage of gas, there is ample gas supply in the U.S. This is more about the logistics. There is an issue with getting the gas delivered, end quote. As demand increases, gas stations are adjusting delivery schedules, said Jeanette McGee, national AAA spokeswoman, in a May 3rd news release. Quote, however, deliveries may be delayed in a small number of markets this summer, causing select stations to see low to no fuel at some pumps for short periods, one or two days, McGee said, with road trips expected to be popular this summer. Some summer travel destinations like beaches or mountains may see some pumps affected. Quote. She said drivers should be able to find gas at other nearby stations and acknowledged that the boost in travel will fuel. Fuel price increases. Quote, while April saw minimal price fluctuation, May is likely to see much larger increases alongside demand spikes, especially closer to Memorial Day weekend. Compared to May 2019, US gasoline demand is down only 4%, and gas prices are on average just two cents more. End quote. After a year of light travel due to the COVID 19 pandemic, motorists are already hitting the road, and summer will bring boom travel business now that vaccinations are becoming more common and COVID-19 cases are declining, Antrikin said. Quote, road trips are going to be king this year. People feel more comfortable because they have control of their environment, she said, as people get vaccinated and they're feeling more and more confident and comfortable. People are planning big trips, end quote. Gasoline hauling fleets laid off drivers last year as gasoline consumption plummeted, but those fleets are now ramping up, said Bob Costello. Chief Economist of the American Truck Associations The shortage of tanker truck drivers is part of a wider problem The trucking industry is having filling jobs, he said Drivers of gasoline tanker trucks need extra training and hazmat certification, Costello said But the jobs are more in demand because they pay well And drivers typically get to go home every night Also, truck driving schools that closed during the pandemic are now reopening Which should ease the strain on the industry Which was short 61,000 drivers in 2019 a figure Costello said has certainly increased since then Costello said spot gas shortages also may be related to the annual shift From winter blends to summer blends of gasoline quote, that is something that we see every year, Costello said I don't think there's going to be any significant shortages of gasoline People should not worry about it, Antrakin agrees that fears of a gasoline shortage are overblown Quote, the pandemic has been so hard on everyone I don't think this shortage rises to the level of panic because I don't think we are there, Antrickin said. It's just like when the pandemic began. We saw issues at the grocery store, end quote. DaytonDailyNews.com And hey, like you didn't see this one coming. Speaking of rising prices, shortages and grocery stores, Market Watch explains what's behind the steep rise in grocery prices over the last year. You'll never guess what it is. Okay, you'll probably guess what it is. A dollar doesn't go as far as it used to, and if you don't believe it, go to a supermarket. Food prices have been nibbling into household budgets and fattening grocery bills since COVID-19's emergence, figures show. After stockpiling shoppers cleaned out stores in early spring 2020, the ensuing price increases are another display of the global pandemic's far-reaching warp. On supply and demand, according to experts. The numbers tell the tale. The average monthly costs of groceries in March increased 3.3% from March 2020, according to data from the Bureau of Labor Statistics. In every month since April 2020, the price increase has roughly ranged between 3 and 5% from the same point one year earlier. Throughout 2019 and early 2020, the percentage increase was around Likewise, according to data from Nielsen IQ, a market research business, the average price of all grocery store food purchases increased 5.7% from the same period in late April 2020. For example, the average unit price for meat, which could group items together like a sirloin steak with chicken drumsticks, was $4.06. That's an 8.6% increase from the same point last year. Quote, there's no que- Question, said Phil Lempert, a food industry expert who founded SupermarketGuru.com. I'm spending more on food, end quote. He's not alone. COVID-19 has put new snags and costs into a supply chain in bad need of fixes, he explained. For example, worker shortages and social distancing rules push up labor costs in the meatpacking industry, he said. Rising gas prices make trucking a more expensive endeavor, and the logistics of are further complicated by more retiring truckers," Lempert noted. Meanwhile, he said Chinese demands for corn and soybeans drive up those prices. It's also layered on new customer expectations about shopping during a pandemic, and all those plexiglass dividers, hand sanitizer stations, and cleaning supplies to wipe down scanning equipment and carts cost money. Lempert said, quote, "...somebody's got to pay for it," end quote. To be sure, there are supply chain challenges, and added costs to surmount those challenges, said Greg Portel, lead partner in the global consumer practice at Kearney, a strategy and management consulting firm. Food manufacturers are all in the same boat, Lempert added, quote, that makes it easier for these companies to push it through to consumers, end quote. But there's also the demand side, he said, boosted by government spending for measures like stimulus checks. Portel noted, quote, you've got actual dollars going into people's pockets, end quote. Jim Dudlicek, director of communications and external affairs for the National Grocers Association, said food prices have climbed for a number of reasons, including gas costs, consumer demand, and supply chain pressures. Still, he added, quote, as costs rise from producers and the supply chain, our members are following the same pricing structures and policies that they always have and strive to hold off on increasing prices as long as possible. Possible, end quote. 2020 was actually a strong year for grocery stores, seeing that so many people stayed home and devoted more of their food budget to eating at home instead of going to restaurants. According to Bank of America analysts, last year's sales were quote-unquote unprecedented. But as restaurants feed more people eager to get out of the house as vaccination rates rise, grocery stores face a new set of challenges in keeping customers. Quote, the next 12 to 18 months are going to be like the Wild West, said Lempert, because we don't know what the future holds, End quote. For example, grocery stores, supermarkets, and suppliers need to figure out how they can entice shoppers with promotions. But that takes months of planning and certainty, Lempert noted. Increasing prices are not the new normal, in Lempert's view. Prices should go down after suppliers along the food industry invest in better, more certain ways to get food on the shelves he said. Jared Bernstein and Ernie Tedeschi, members of President Joe Biden's Council of Economic Advisors, wrote in April that across the board they expected measured inflation to increase somewhat over the next several months. They cited, quote, supply chain disruptions and pent-up demand, especially for services. We expect these three factors will likely be transitory and that their impact should fade over time as the economy recovers from the pandemic, end quote. For now though, price increases may hurt families still reeling from the pandemic, marketwatch.com. And as important as groceries are, it's not the only thing feeling the pandemic squeeze. CNN Business reports, shortages are popping up across the supply chain as the pandemic messes with shipping, demand, supply, and all the other levers of the global economy. Here's what's hard to get, why, and for how long. Number one, chicken. The fried chicken wars are putting a strain on the poultry population. The Wall Street Journal reported this week, major chains including KFC, Buffalo Wild Wings, and Wingstop are paying steep prices for chicken and suppliers are having trouble keeping up demand because of difficulties attracting workers. That's proving to be a problem for KFC. Its revamped chicken sandwich is selling twice as well as its predecessor and becoming too popular to meet the demand. According to Yum! CEO David Gibbs, interest in the product, along with tight chicken supply, has made keeping pace with customers' orders the main challenge for KFC as it enters the second quarter. Some restaurants removed chicken tenders and Nashville hot-flavored chicken items from menus at some restaurants because of limited supply. Number two, chlorine. Summer is right around the corner, but anyone looking forward to a refreshing dip in the pool to cool off may be in for a big shock. A chlorine shortage may make it more difficult for pool owners to buy the sanitizing tabs. Chlorine supplies are running low due to a fire at a chemical plant in Louisiana last August that was damaged by Hurricane Laura. As a result, prices for tabs have skyrocketed. A quick look at Amazon shows that a 50-pound bucket of 3-inch chlorine tablets from the In the Swim brand now costs as much as $100. And sixty-nine dollars and ninety-nine cents, about double the normal cost. New York-based retailer BB Pool and Spa Center said on its website, quote, The extent of the chlorine shortage is still unknown. End quote. What's clear is that pool owners should consider stocking up sooner rather than later. Michael Egeck, CEO of pool supplies company Leslie's, said during a February earnings conference call, quote, with regards to retail pricing, it is a fact that that we are seeing increases across the industry, end quote. Number three, gas. But we already talked about that one, so let's just skip that. Four, ketchup. Shortages of ketchup, specifically in packets that often come with your to-go order, started popping up around the country last summer, and the plot has thickened. How did this happen? It started with the Centers for Disease Control and Prevention discouraging traditional dine-in service at restaurants, and suggesting more pandemic-friendly options like delivery and takeout instead. Suddenly, restaurants coast-to-coast were packing up entrees, side dishes, and cold beverages for. a steady string of people working from home swirling past in their cars. Those customers expected condiments. So those traditional restaurants jumped into direct competition with fast food places, which had also shut down their dining rooms, and upped their orders for ketchup packets. Demand and prices went up and supply went down. Heinz, the biggest ketchup producer in the country, is at the epicenter of the problem and taking steps to address it. The company recently announced quote, a 25% increase in production, totaling 12 billion ketchup packets a year, end quote. Number five, lumber. As the pandemic crushed the U.S. economy last spring, sawmills shut down lumber production to brace for a housing slump. The slump never arrived, and now there isn't enough lumber to feed the red-hot housing market. The shortage is delaying construction of badly needed new homes, complicating renovations of existing ones, and causing sticker shock for buyers in what was already a scorching market. Random length lumber futures hit a record high of $1,615 on Tuesday, a staggering seven-fold gain from the low in early April 2020. That's a big deal because lumber is the most substantial product that home builders buy. The good news is that industry executives expect lumber production to catch up with demand eventually. Samuel Berman, an assistant commodities economist, predicted in a recent note to clients that there will be a quote-unquote sharp fall in lumber prices over the next 18 months. 6. Metals. As countries switch to green energy, demand for copper, lithium, nickel, cobalt, and rare earth elements is soaring. But they are all vulnerable to price volatility and shortages, the International Energy Agency warned in a report published this week, because their supply chains are opaque. The quality of available deposits is the and mining companies face stricter environmental and social standards. Limited access to known mineral deposits is another risk factor. Three countries together control more than 75% of the global output of lithium, cobalt, and rare earth elements. The Democratic Republic of Congo was responsible for 70% of cobalt production in 2019, and China produced 60% of rare earth elements while refining 50 to 70% of lithium and cobalt, and nearly 90% of rare earth elements. Australia is the other power player. In the past, mining companies have responded to higher demand by increasing their investment in new projects, but it takes on average 16 years from the discovery of a deposit for a mine to start production, according to the IEA. It warned, current supply and investment plans are geared to quote, gradual, insufficient action on climate change, and quote. 7. Steel Steel is just the latest shortage to hit the U.S. economy as it recovers from a pandemic that scrambled supply chains and set off sharp shifts in demand. Much like lumber, the steel industry was caught off guard by the rapid recovery in demand that began last summer, especially in the auto industry, and it took time for America's aging steel mills to resume the production they had sharply cut at the onset of the pandemic. Steel inventories shrank rapidly and shipments were delayed just as steel buyers began ordering more than usual. The good news, for steel buyers at least, is that analysts say all of the US steel production capacity that was idled during the pandemic has returned. And number 8, Computer Chips. In the market for a new car, smartphone or washing machine this year, a global shortage of computer chips could mean you have to wait a while and pay more. A growing number of manufacturers around the world are having trouble securing supplies of semiconductors, delaying the production and delivery of goods, and threatening to push up the prices paid by consumers. Several factors are driving the crunch, which was initially concentrated in the auto industry. The first is the pandemic, which plunged the global economy into recession last year, upending supply chains and changing consumer shopping patterns. Car makers cut back orders for chips, while tech companies, whose products were boosted by lockdown living, snapped up as many as they could. The shortage is going from bad to worse, spreading from cars to consumer electronics. With the bulk of chip production concentrated in a handful of suppliers, analysts warn that the crunch is likely to last through 2021. CNN.com Well, all I'll say about that last one is, here's hoping the computer chip shortage lasts indefinitely, as long as it throws a serious wrench into Elon Musk's plan to put one of those buggers inside our brains. For the ACR, I'm Adam Clark and this has been The Daily Ruckus for Monday, May 10th, 2021. For more information, please visit AlternateCurrentRadio.com